Hello everyone, I'm Tyler Kern and welcome to CTSI's Clear Talk podcast. I'm joined on the line today by Gina Ruta, he's the president and CEO, and Ron Pusey, he's the vice president of CTSI, to break down the critical need for rapid deployment of communications technologies, not just during crisis periods like the pandemic we're facing today, but for any project really. And so, uh, Gino and Ron, thank you guys so much for joining me today. Thanks, Thanks for having us. us. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, guys, I wanted to start off just with a general overview to start everybody off on the same page. So just for some quick context, remind our listeners and viewers uh, with an elevator pitch on what communication solutions CTSI is bringing to the market and the industries that you're, you're primarily working with. Well, um, we're a mission-critical communications uh, service provider in the Washington, D.C., Richmond, and Baltimore region, primarily mid-Atlantic, but servicing really customers across the U.S. and the world. Uh, we're focused on government, healthcare, education, and commercial business. And in those markets, we have unique solutions to each. Um, in the hospital space, we're doing a lot of clinical communications. Um, we're nursing with wireless phones or nurse call systems. In the education space, we're doing uh, intercom and critical security communications in K-12 and higher ed as well as all classroom technology and audiovisual visual solutions. In government space, we, space, we do a lot of command centers and um, for the Joint Chiefs of Staff, for government agencies, for um, municipal agencies and local governments as well. And then finally, in the commercial space, we do a fair amount of operation centers, uh, boardrooms, uh, critical response centers, and, and the like. So just anywhere a customer has a critical communication need, um, and that need could be very sophisticated or very simple that it just needs to work. Um, so we do small and large projects. Absolutely. And I know one of the things that, that CTSI really prides itself on is that rapid deployment, that ability to be agile and to show agility in the marketplace. Uh, and I want to unpack why that matters for these particular industries. As you talk about mission critical and things like that, those are industries that, that kind of require that ability to be agile and to move quickly in the marketplace. So uh, talk a little bit more for me about what rapid deployment actually means in context for uh, the industries that you're serving. Well, you know, actually, Ron has a great example of, uh, of something we've done in Richmond here in the past couple of weeks. Maybe he could just explain it to you with an example. Yeah, happy to. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, this crisis has uh, uh, required a lot of folks to have to respond uh, quickly to the, their clients' needs. We, uh, we do a fair amount of business with uh, VCU health systems, and, and they had us had a critical need to convert 180 of their uh, honor dorm rooms back into hospital-ready uh, rooms to, for their lower acuity cases um, to move uh, patients to so that they could free up more space in the main facility for uh, COVID uh, isolation rooms. Uh, they called us on a Wednesday, um, said they needed 72 rooms up the following Monday and another 108 the following Friday. So we had roughly 10 days to convert 180 rooms. Um, and we were able to, to do that um, through the fact of, uh, or the depth, I should say, of our resources. That's our human resources. That's our technical resources. That's our financial resources, our ability to get material quickly, to divert uh, human resources 
quickly, uh, get on site, and we were able to accomplish that. Uh, in a little over nine days, uh, we were able to convert 180 rooms from no hospital uh, ability to complete hospital critical communication uh, systems. Um, it was a, a, a feat to pull off with, uh, with a lot of guys and a lot of coordination. Our project management team uh, was able to coordinate all of that. Our purchasing group, our material acquisition group, all of those folks were able to pull, pull together and get that thing turned around in a very short period of time. Yeah, that's that's an absolutely incredible example just of, of the speed and, and the, the ability to rapidly deploy these solutions. Now, I know that not every situation is going to call for rapid deployment, obviously, and, and so um, that's not going to be something that you run into in every instance. But when it is required, uh, how do you balance uh, that agility also with the quality that CTSI is so well known for? Uh, does it come down to having the processes in place to be able to install quality equipment quickly, or is it more more about having equipment ready that can be um, readily available and quickly installed, or is it a mixture of both process and technology in these cases? It, it, you hit right on it. Every job that we do is not rapid deployment. That would be uh, hard on the team. That would be hard on the process. But what we can do is we can build on what we're doing each day to be prepared for rapid deployment. And we do that with standards. We do that with standards, something as simple as standard drawings for all the different uh, technology that we deploy, standard cables, standard, standard connections, um, and, the tech, and the technicians that are trained in all the standards that we deploy so that whenever something just comes out um, and needs to be done very quickly, we're just accelerating the time frame. We're not teach, needing to teach them all new things and new things that they have to do. But we also look at the quality of the installation and, and what the customer uh really what their end result is going to be and what they want out of it and make sure that we're providing that to them with the rapid deployment. You, they, they don't want something quick that doesn't work. They don't want it rapid but um, is a failure. They want it rapid and high quality. And that, that's, what the unique, uh, that's what our unique offering is. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that absolutely makes sense. And, and you're right, not every uh, situation is obviously going to require that rapid deployment. But yeah, finding that, finding that mix, finding that blend is, is certainly important. So uh, why is rapid deployment of ComsTech important for some of the industries that you serve, like with government buildings or with healthcare facilities, worship centers, and things like that? How are these different instances and these different use cases kind of demanding rapid deployment at times? Well, I'll, I'll talk about the government. Um, you, know, you might have a case where uh, it's in twofold. One, it might have a new general coming in that he wants his facilities to work a certain way. Or it might not be rapid deployment, but it's incredibly timely report uh, deployment. We're only going to have a window of these three days or this one week to get this thing installed in this facility. And we've got to be prepared to get in and out and have everything run out, rung out and done properly with that. And that's a government instance. Um, what other examples do you have, Ron, with that? Circumstances, not necessarily uh, from a critical standpoint, the reason that we have rapid deployments. Uh, in the K-12 environment or upper education, you know, they're, 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 they run on fixed budgets. And those budgets typically run July 1 to June 30. So somewhere around, actually, this time of year, um, schools come to us and say, we've got a certain set of things, whether it's 
uh, voice infra infrastructure, data infrastructure, whether it's security, critical communications, they have a need and they want to populate a certain number of schools, all their schools, one school, whatever it is, because they want to uh, uh, expel what's left in their budget. And then we have a defined time frame to get those done. Uh, and so it happens almost regularly for us every year. Uh, and they have to be done within about 60 days. So you're, you're turning schools around, uh, groups of schools around, um, uh, electronic classrooms, lecture centers, things of that nature in higher, higher ed, pretty much every year uh, on an accelerated schedule because of the, their time frame and exhausting their budget years. Yeah, and I wonder just, you know, in, in business as well as in life, compromise is always going to be uh, part of any successful uh, business relationship, regular life relationship. So when it comes down to really figuring out what time frame works best for everyone, is, does there ever have to be compromise? And the, do you ever have to just find the ability to say um, what you're wanting needs a little bit more time in order to be able to be fully deployed and to be ready for exactly how you want to use it? Well, we can certainly give customers um, options. You know, sometimes the time frame is not an option, but we can tell them what we can do in that time at the quality that they're expecting from us. So, um, but as far as um, will we, uh, it's got to be a collaboration with the customer. And we can certainly do things in phases and say, this is what we can get done in this time frame to get you up and running in, your, in what you need. Um, and then in phase two, when we have another window, we can come back and add this uh, portion of the of the project to it. Right, right. And, you know, and with, with COVID-19 specifically, there are more and more last minute needs for healthcare professionals, including pop-up care facilities uh, in epicenters of the outbreak. Is CTSI doing uh, any work to assist in the medical comms needs uh, of frontline healthcare workers? Yeah, it's another one that we're doing a lot of. Ron's got a few going on. Uh, one he mentioned was VCU. Um, I know we've been in contact and have been contacted by the Army Corps of Engineers. We're one of their uh, critical service providers that they come to us for uh, pop-up communications work. Uh, we've probably in all, what would you say, Ron, between seven and 10 of these urgent? Uh, yeah, probably seven and 10. Uh, and you know, well, part of that too is, um, we, you, you asked a question previously about, about quality and about time and that kind of stuff. There's also an education piece that goes along with that. Um, just recently, we, we had, a, had a need uh, that was a, a quick COVID, um, and they just wanted to do a tone and light solution, get it in here, get it as fast as possible, and, you know, we just need to do some signaling. And we were able to sit down with the leadership, the clinical leadership, and say that, you know, the, especially with the shortages that we see in PPE, uh, protective equipment, and that kind of stuff, you really need to add an audio component, the ability to have conversation with your patient, because every time a caregiver comes in contact with a patient, they have to change their PPE. They also, with just with, without the ability to, to have audio, they have to go to the room, they have to talk to the patient, find out what their need is, then they come back, throw all that PPE away, get what the, what the patient needs, go back to the room, visit them again, come back and throw that PPE away. So we're, we were able to have that conversation and on a, a, a real-time, uh, real situational discussion where the, the client said, you know what, you're right, we, we don't want to do that. Uh, we're, just, we're just trading dollars here, robbing Peter to pay Paul. Give us the audio, let's make that happen. And, and, it, and it gives a higher level of protection both to the patient as well as the, uh, the critical 
or I'm sorry, the clinical um, staff and and uh, and doctors. Right, right. You know, I, I suppose one of the things that that um, that I, I wonder about is just how exactly CTSI uh, is working to differentiate itself in the marketplace. So, what what unique things uh, do you do? I, we've talked about rapid deployment and the high standard of quality that CTSI always brings to the table. Are these your key market differentiators that really sets you apart from the rest of the marketplace? You know, my feeling is our differentiator is our is the depth of our staff, like Ron mentioned but also the depth of our engineering and our pre-sales engineering and our design build capabilities. I feel that, you know, in looking at a lot of other integrators across the country, we're always trying to improve. But the one thing I find pretty unique to CTSI is the depth of our engineering team. We've got um, more engineers per capita, per headcount, than um, really any other company that I've looked at. And it, we were we designed it that way. When we built the company, we said... We like to be diverse. We want to work in different environments with different technologies, but we, that we don't want to sacrifice uh, trying to be a jack of all trades, but master of none. We are what we're looking for is we want to be very competent and at the top level of each thing that we provide, each each area that we're providing, and that's what we feel like we've accomplished by uh, differentiating ourselves with a strong engineering team. What else do we have there, Ron? This this a bit of a differentiator. Well, I think one of the most significant differentiators we have is our uh, as a service model. Uh, we, we're, we're doing a, a lot of things uh, that are fixed install, uh, but in, in the environment, everybody today is concerned about capital. Uh, whether, whether you're capital flush or whether you're not in the environment and the economy we have today, everybody's concerned about capital. Um, and so we've, we've developed uniquely to CTSI a subscription service an as-a-service model that that applies to all of the offerings. It's not specific to a a specific marketplace. We offer all of our services. Um, And when you're talking about things like recently, we've had um, uh, funeral services. You know, uh, when when streaming solutions, uh, portable, we've built them, and, and we're able to uh, to offer those to um, memorial uh, memorial facilities that that can do streaming, but do it on an, uh, where they don't have to put out a tremendous amount of capital right now. They can do it on a monthly basis, and we can offer that to them uh, so that we can help both in that perspective for their conserving their capital, but also allow them to function their business uh, where they have all but been shut down with the ability to be able to provide those those kinds of services. We're, we're offering that across all of our marketplaces. Um, it's getting fantastic traction. And, and I believe it's it's probably one of, if not the most significant differentiator that, that, that we as a company offer to our client base. And, and I'm just going to keep adding on to it. And so because it's just not one thing that's a differentiator, you know, rapid deployment, we talked about the engineering team. We talk about the as-a-service model. We, we talk about depth, but it's just as far as this mid-Atlantic region, no one has the amount of just pure horsepower and talent that we have um, with you know 325 people in that neighborhood that can go out and do deployments that are all trained up. We've got a service department that from the standpoint of post-sale service, we are servicing so many orphaned customers that have bought solutions from other organizations that don't have a strong uh, service group. They come to us to service, and then we pick up those customers. And and we talk about the team that we have and the size of the team. It's also 
how long the team has been together. We've got no less than 70 people, I would say, that have been around for 20 years, 15 to 20 years. And, and that's really a testament to uh, the culture we've created, the culture that we promote, and really how everybody is just engaged in what they're doing day to day. Yeah, it's it's really clear to me just how how CTSI has differentiated itself given those things, and um, I think you're absolutely right. That experience just speaks to the the wealth of knowledge that you have on these uh, on these solutions that you're providing, and the 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 value that that provides to your customers, to your clients, and to the people that that you're working with on a regular basis. Um, so, what are the ways that CTSI is uh, is working right now to launch a project that you know includes that uh, that innovation and that agility, like we sp we spoke about earlier? Do you have any projects that are in, in the works right now that you could tell us about that just display that as an example. Uh, I know we've mentioned the VCU uh, example already in the video as well, but uh, but are there any other examples? Um, we talked about as a service that that has gained a lot of traction. I know uh, Ron is working on you know something we're going to see a lot of in in across every one of our um, uh, markets is temperature monitoring uh, and visitor management. So I think Ron can give us some insight on what customers might be looking for there. Again, uh, the developer of the crisis, but honestly speaking, it, it's something that's been uh, in, in, uh, in development for a while now. Uh, and it, and it's, it's, a, it's a technology that utilizes uh, high response, high definition uh, video, but also has the ability to measure. Uh, you know, when, when, when you say you want to know whether or not it's uh, uh, snowing outside or, or uh, cold in, uh, or warm inside, when you have fluctuations of 20, 30 degrees, that's one thing. But when you're talking about temperature monitoring uh, for, for humans, you're talking about one degree, uh, you know, half a degree, that kind of stuff. So they're very, very sophisticated cameras uh, that, that can, can look at the inside corner of your eye and take measurements inside of there. That's that's much better than, say, your forehead or, you know, it's kind of the reason why the, the doctor sticks a uh, thermometer under your tongue rather than let you hold it in your hand, right? The surface temperatures are, are, are different. You could have just come in from out of the sun, a lot of those kinds of things. So there's a lot of sophisticated technologies, and they're going to be mass producing these, these things uh, on a scale that's going to measure multiple people at the same time. And that's, that's the reality of safety for K-12 for uh, open forum, you know, hospitals have uh, they are, are very, very open and, ge and, and generic uh, when you're coming into there. But when you're talking about community facilities and things of that nature, being able to measure temperature across multiple people uh, to, to slow this, this potential down is huge. And these technologies are really coming along now. Uh, to, to do that. There are some significant companies that are into, have been for many, many years doing uh, intersection traffic monitoring and things of that nature that are very, very high uh, uh, response time cameras. They're, they, they're using utilizing that technology in with temperature monitoring to be able to, to do that. That's going to be a significant piece of, of, of our business. I see it coming uh, w w there's just going to be no no getting around it. Uh, so we're going to be deep into that uh, very, very, very soon. We do a lot of work in the commercial space and, and any kind of command center, boardroom, where uh, working on video is, is an everyday occurrence. But now it's really become apparent that we need to support more remote users and more remote users with video and more home users with video. 
So extending our capabilities and management to the home user um, that is a home office worker is also something that's new uh, for us and really to the extent that they're using it, new for the uh, for a lot of our corporate customers. They need now to support uh, whether it's Microsoft Teams, whether it's uh, you know WebEx um, or Zoom, they need to support them all and handle them all in a professional environment with quality that they can count on. And uh, that, that we'll see a lot more coming up in the next few months uh, or next few years, really. Yeah, you can see how these technologies are especially beneficial, uh, especially just during these times. But then even moving forward into the future, like you mentioned, you know, I think that that's really uh, beneficial just to see those technologies uh, opening up and, and, and really innovating moving forward. How do you see industries being changed or shifted by virtue of the fact that this technology is going to become even more increasingly uh, available to, uh, to customers and to clients? Well, I, I think there's going to be a lot of thought centered around um, who, we're, who we need in our facilities, um, how we manage our facilities, and how we look at our workspaces. And the workspaces have changed a lot over the past um, few years. There's been a lot more work at home, but people also like the community and cultural feeling of working in the office. So some um, office management, um, office scheduling, uh, room scheduling, part of the audiovisual system, that they under that you walk into a room and you know what resources it has and this is is it available and can I walk in there and have it work the way I want it to work and those integrations um, aren't very trivial and uh, are pretty unique to the ind individual customer and how they want it to work. Absolutely. Well, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining me today and talking about uh, these innovations, what you're working on, and uh, how you are innovating to be able to uh, quickly adapt and, um, and and meet the needs of, of these industries at this particular time. Um, and also just moving forward, not just when we're in, uh, in pandemic mode, but also uh, moving forward into the future of these technologies. So Gino Ruta, President and CEO of CTSI, and Ron Pusey, the Vice President of CTSI. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today and discussing these things. Thanks for having us. And everybody, thank you for joining me for this episode. Of course, we will be back soon with more episodes of CTSI's Clear Talk podcast. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for watching.